June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. It is now a two-person race. Do we want more of the same? Or do we want a new generational leader? So who are you supporting? I'm supporting Trump. I think he did very good for the country. She's wonderful. She represents everything I'm looking for in a president. The battle for New Hampshire, Donald Trump and Nikki Haley go head to head, which is one day to go until the country's first primary. The CBS Evening News begins now. Good evening. We're live from here in Manchester, New Hampshire, with just hours until the first in the nation primary. I'm Nora O'Donnell, and it is now a two-person race. And today we spoke with Nikki Haley, who is going head-to-head with Donald Trump. Haley is canvassing the Granite State. She's hoping for an upset tomorrow night, but is trailing in the polls. We spoke to her about the former president and the issues, including immigration and abortion rights. Another major issue in this race, the economy. Wall Street hit record highs in both the Dow and S&P 500. But on Main Street, it's a different feeling for millions of Americans. Even with low unemployment and growing wages, CBS's Tony DeCoppel spoke with people who say they're still struggling to make ends meet. With the final push ahead of Election Day, both Trump and Haley are holding campaign rallies tonight. So let's begin with CBS's Caitlin Huey-Burns, who has been out speaking with voters. Nikki Haley is campaigning across New Hampshire like her political life depends on it. 
With Florida Governor Ron DeSantis now out of the race and throwing his support behind Donald Trump, Haley is scrambling to make up her double-digit deficit in the polls. I have watched the political class line up with Donald Trump. America doesn't do coronations. At every stop today, Haley hoped to sway an undecided voter. And for one independent we spoke with, it worked. So you came in here undecided. Correct. And after meeting her, did you make up your mind? I did. I did. Um, definitely voting for Nikki Haley. And um, So you made up your mind right here in this booth after meeting her and asking her questions. Correct. That is the New Hampshire way. Our independent New Hampshire GOP Chairman Chris Ager says independent voters don't all think alike. Well, independent voters, I believe, will break both for Trump and I'd say against Trump, which is really a Nikki Haley vote. What do you think people misunderstand about independent voters here? It's that swing vote that's relatively small that can make a huge difference. Trump is campaigning here after a detour to New York, where the E. Jean Carroll defamation trial was delayed when a juror fell sick. And he's increasingly confident the nomination could be wrapped up by tomorrow. Maybe she'll drop out on Tuesday. Let's see what happens. Independent voter Kevin St. Pierre is holding out hope for Haley. Anybody but Trump. But he hasn't been able to persuade his longtime friend and neighbor, Doug Krause. I think he's an honest guy. Um, and what he says, he did. I think we love each other. So it's, it's, it's just, I just laugh because when he says he's an honest guy, which I think opposite. And then in New Hampshire, Secretary of State is projecting record turnout in the Republican presidential primary, expecting 37,000 more voters than in the last competitive GOP race in 2016. And rallies like the one behind me are aimed at turning out every last vote. Nora? Yeah, Caitlin, while the Republicans are expecting record turnout, what about the Democrats? Because President Biden's not on the ballot tomorrow. Explain. Yeah, the Democratic National Committee had changed their primary calendar to prioritize South Carolina. So Biden will not be on the ballot here in New Hampshire in the primary. So Democrats are urging a write-in campaign. Nora. Caitlin Huey Burns, thank you so much. Now to our conversation with former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. We met her at a campaign stop in Wyndham, New Hampshire. That's about 30 minutes from here in Manchester. You wanted a two-person race. Now you have it. How do you win it? I mean, we feel really good. You know, the goal was always to be strong in Iowa. We started at 2%. We finished with 20%. Now it's to be stronger in New Hampshire and then to get even stronger in South Carolina. Is Donald Trump mentally fit to be president? I think he's mentally fit, but I think he's declining. And that's the, you know, look, do we really want two 80-year-old candidates running for president? Because the concern I have is look at Joe Biden two years ago. Look at how much he's declined in these two years. What I'm saying is, why can't we go and finally get all of these people out of D.C. and go with new generational people? Do they have to stick around this long when we see what a mess the country is in? Today is the 51st anniversary of Roe versus Wade. That is no longer the law of the land, thanks to Donald Trump and the Supreme Court. President Biden said today that tens of millions of women now live in states with extreme and dangerous abortion bans. Is President Biden right? What I'll tell you is right is the fact that we didn't need unelected justices deciding something this personal. So what happened is you had unelected justices say this shouldn't be with us. It should be within the hands of the people. The people should decide. I am unapologetically pro-life. 
but I don't judge anyone for being pro-choice any more than I want them to judge me for being pro-life. So you don't think a woman who has a miscarriage should fear getting proper medical treatment? I think every state needs to make sure that women are safe and that physicians are involved, that we do everything we can to support life, but we do everything we can to support moms. Let's talk about immigration. You are being pummeled in this state by Donald Trump with flyers. I've seen them and on TV. Uh, Donald Trump and his supporters are saying that you are too weak and too liberal to fix the border, that you have refused to call migrants criminals. Donald Trump has lied in every single commercial. When I was governor, I passed the toughest illegal immigration law in the country. President Obama sued me over it and we won. So if anything, what I've said is, We need to go harder on the border. I think we need to have a national e-verify program that requires businesses to prove that people are in this country legally. I think we need to defund sanctuary cities once and for all. I think we need to put 25,000 Border Patrol and ICE agents on the ground and let them do their job. We talked about the issues with Nikki Hale, and it's interesting. There were some undeclared and undecided voters there. And after that interview, they said they are now open to voting for Nikki Haley. The economy is one of the big issues in every election cycle, including here in New Hampshire. And even though consumer confidence has soared in the last two months, many people say they don't feel it. CBS's Tony DeCopo spoke with voters to find out more. We go to the one spot we know people can't avoid thinking about their finances. We're out here talking to people about their money. (laughs) You really want to know? Do I really want to know? Of course I really want to know. I haven't seen any prices go down on anything. And we find Lisa Kieser feeling frustrated about hers outside this grocery store in Derry, New Hampshire. According to the government, the the inflation used to be at nine and now it's at three. (laughs) I don't know what pocketbook they're looking at, but it ain't mine. I've got to take on two jobs. Two jobs? Yep, you have to. The need for multiple incomes is a fact of life in the Raji household. We all work now. But uh, yeah, we had like uh, six of us in the house, five of us work. You know, it's like if you go back like 30 years, two incomes would have covered all of our expenses probably. Yeah. Maybe even one. Yeah. Exactly. Even one and not just them. Nationally, in fact, most Americans 30 to 64 now say their standard of living feels worse than their parents at the same age. The president, for his part, points to improving economic indicators. In case you haven't noticed, inflation is down too and it's going lower. And in the town of Portsmouth, we heard about some at Buff and File Nail Bar. All right. Ready? Owners Andre Connell and Alex Sullivan say whatever the bad vibes out there, business in here is booming. I'm sure people here talk about everything. What do you hear? I think people might not be as optimistic as they've been in the past, but we've had a great year. But if you're not happy with Joe Biden's economy, what's the alternative? I don't know yet. Really? A lot of people have already made up their mind, or they're totally disgusted and they're not going to vote for anybody. Well, I'm disgusted. I'm going to vote, because if you don't vote, then you can't complain, right? Right. Tony DeCoppel is back with us, really getting a pulse from the voters there. Yeah, she's not wrong. But look, consumer confidence, it is up. Inflation is down. But those food prices year over year, they continue to go up. And it's those things that people deal with every day, groceries, snack food, that can really shape their opinion. I did notice that gas prices are down. Tony DeCoppel, thank you so much. And CBS News will have full coverage of New Hampshire's first-in-the-nation primary all day tomorrow. And right here on CBS, the CBS News streaming network, and on Paramount+.
Today, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris are putting abortion rights at the center of the political debate. CBS's Nancy Cordes reports tonight on their hope that the issues get voters to the polls. How dare he? The Biden-Harris campaign kicked into high gear today, going after Donald Trump on the issue of abortion in op-eds and ads around the country. In Texas, you are forced to carry that pregnancy. The goal? To tie the recent rollback in reproductive rights directly to the GOP frontrunner. We did the Roe v. Wade thing, which they've been trying to get it done. Since Roe v. Wade was overturned 19 months ago, 21 states have established full or partial abortion bans. The issue has galvanized voters on the left who have turned out to protect abortion rights in seven states so far. Come this November, the issue will be on the ballot in up to nine more states, including battlegrounds like Arizona and Nevada. People have made it really clear that they want this right to be restored. Jennifer Klein leads the abortion policy effort at the White House. You've got folks on the other side who are really quite clear that if they could pass a national abortion ban, they would do so. Do you want to see a national ban on abortion? At the March for Life in Washington Friday, most people we spoke to said yes. Yeah, I absolutely do believe that. Not just in your state, but across the country. To see them outlaw abortion. But so far, the GOP frontrunner hasn't committed to a national ban. I'm not going to say I would or I wouldn't. Here's why he's cautious. Polls show two-thirds of all voters oppose it. You have to win elections. Otherwise, you're going to be back where you were. With voter enthusiasm still lagging on both sides, the Biden campaign hopes that keeping abortion rights front and center will help motivate Democrats to vote come November. In fact, the issue is so central to their strategy that it will be the subject of the president and vice president's first joint campaign rally of the season in Virginia tomorrow. Nora. Really interesting. Nancy Cordes at the White House. Thank you. In another big development today, the Biden administration scored at least a temporary victory at the U.S. Supreme Court. The justices ruling five to four that border agents can cut through razor wire that was installed by Texas officials. Conservative Justices Thomas, Alito, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh were outnumbered in the ruling. Texas argues that it needs the razor wire because the federal government has failed to stop the flow of migrants. Turning now to some dangerous weather impacting the country. Ice storms are causing havoc on the roads across the Midwest, and heavy rains and flooding are prompting water rescues in Southern California. CBS's Elise Preston reports tonight from Los Angeles. This is insane. Southern California deluged hours of intense downpours flooding neighborhoods in San Diego. This car washed into a fast-moving storm channel. It's unknown if anyone was inside. Everything underwater inside here. Homes were inundated with water knee deep. These pets carried to safety. A major freeway shut down, leaving hundreds of cars stranded, drivers with nowhere to go. Too much water in the west, ice and snow, a major problem in the Midwest and the east. The Coast Guard rescued several people trapped on an ice floe. On Lake Erie, first responders rappelling down to pull them to safety. And these were the treacherous conditions just outside St. Louis. Ice making roadways incredibly slick. Even emergency vehicles, including this fire truck, unable to find traction. 
Now, all of California has seen significant rainfall over the last few days, but San Diego, which is about 100 miles south of here, really bore the brunt of this storm. There are so many emergency calls, drivers are being warned to stay off the roads. Nora? Elise Preston, thank you. For a look at where these storms are headed next, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. Our weather problems, they certainly persist from coast to coast here in California. The flood risk is definitely there from now through tomorrow morning, really focused there in Southern California. We saw the issues in San Diego. That continues, but it may extend right over into the desert, including places like Havasu, Phoenix, or even Tucson. Now in the southeast, it'll be day after day after day of rain. We think three different storm systems move through now through Thursday. That could increase our flood risk here with as much as five inches of rain or more in our forecast, particularly that is places like Texas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. And then across the Midwest, yes, ice is in our forecast. That'll happen for some of us overnight tonight, including around Chicago, warming up tomorrow with the snow going farther north. But as temperatures warm here, Nora, everyone sees just plain old rain instead of the ice. Mike Bettis, thank you. Now to some breaking news from the Middle East. U.S. military jets from the aircraft carrier USS Eisenhower attacked Houthi targets in Yemen today. This is now the eighth U.S. strike against that Iranian-backed militia, which has been attacking cargo ships and oil tankers in the Red Sea. CBS's Charlie Daggett has more tonight from the region. The joint U.S.-U.K. strike hit eight Houthi targets today, an attack smaller in scope compared to when allies launched jets from the same Eisenhower aircraft carrier and Cyprus 11 days ago, striking more than 60. In that ongoing U.S.-led fight against Houthi militants, U.S. military officials say the search for two missing Navy SEALs has ended, declaring them deceased. 37-year-old Christopher J. Chambers from Maryland and 27-year-old Nathan Gage Ingram from Texas were on a nighttime raid of this boat, confiscating weapons bound for the rebels in Yemen when one of them was swept overboard. Following protocol, the other jumped in to attempt a rescue. This new video is said to show one of those Houthi missiles hitting a Greek cargo ship last week. The Houthis say they're attacking Red Sea targets in support of Palestinians in Gaza, where the war rages on. Today, CBS News producer Marwan Al Ghul almost became a victim of that war while he and his team were filming in southern Gaza. Narrowly escaping injury in an explosion just a few feet away that killed a passing cyclist. They shoot us. They shoot us. One more life lost, adding to a death toll Hamas health officials say has now surpassed 25,000 Palestinians. Now, more on those joint airstrikes that took place tonight. We're learning they included strikes on an underground storage site and targeted missile and air defense capabilities. Nora? Charlie Daggett, thank you. The FAA is recommending expanding plane inspections after a door panel flew off a Boeing jet. We've got those new details next. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Loom help power the collaboration needed for teams to accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. 
That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you connected and moving together as one. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Federal officials are recommending that airlines inspect the door plugs on older Boeing 737s. Now, this comes after a door panel blew off a Boeing 737 MAX 9 earlier this month, prompting that plane to be grounded nationwide. The FAA wants airlines to check the nearly 400 older Boeings with the same door plug design. One week after Martin Luther King Jr. Day was observed across the country, Dr. King's youngest son, Dexter Scott King, died today after a battle with prostate cancer. Dexter King was just seven when his father was assassinated. In an interview along with his siblings back in 2018, he told CBS's Michelle Miller he and his brother learned about their father's death while watching TV. Dexter King went on to continue his father's work fighting for equality. He was just 62 years old. A college basketball coach does something that no man or woman has ever done before. That's next. History was made on the college basketball court this weekend. Stanford's Tara Vanderveer is now the winningest college basketball coach in NCAA history, men's or women's, with win number one. 1,203, the 70-year-old Vanderveer surpassed Duke's Coach K, who called it yet another milestone to add to an amazing legacy. The Hall of Fame coach has won three national championships and an Olympic gold medal in her storied 45-year career. Congratulations, Coach. Tonight, we remember the Hollywood director whose hit movies included Moonstruck. That's next. Thanks to ADT, our presenting sponsor. When it comes to protecting what matters most, your home and the people you love, it's probably not the best time to test out the latest trending fad. Go with what's tried and true. No one does it better than a leader of the home security category, ADT. ADT Systems now feature Google Nest products to help keep your home safer and smarter. Check in on your home and manage your security system from virtually anywhere. Their latest technology features everything from motion sensors to Google Nest cams and Nest doorbells, with no long-term contracts for self-setup systems. You can get intelligent alerts customized to your daily routine. With tailored packages or build-your-own options, ADT makes it easy to install their smart home security system. Leave it up to the ADT pros or do it yourself. No heavy-duty tools needed. Protecting your home shouldn't be complicated, and ADT makes finding that peace of mind simple. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, you've got a home with no worries. 
Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google and Nest Cam are trademarks of Google LLC. ADT. Brilliantly safe. Let's talk about my mochi ice cream. Why? Because friends do not let friends miss out on something this good. My Mochi is premium ice cream wrapped in sweet soft dough, and the flavors are amazing. Like My Mochi double chocolate with rich chocolatey bits, it's a chocolate lover's dream. Or don't get me started on My Mochi strawberry ice cream. It's cool, creamy, and bursting with natural berry flavor. And the sweet, luscious flavor of My Mochi mango will send your taste buds straight to the tropics. My Mochi is gluten-free, perfectly portioned, and only around 90 calories per piece. Taste the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream today. Find My Mochi at Walmart or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. We learned today that acclaimed Hollywood director Norman Jewison has died. I'm in love with you. Snap out of it! I am telling you, you can't The romantic talk. comedy Moonstruck, with an all-star cast, including Cher and Nicolas Cage, earned Jewison one of three nominations for Best Director. He was also nominated for directing the racial drama In the Heat of the Night and the musical Fiddler on the Roof. Norman Jewison was 97. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in Manchester, New Hampshire. Good night. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com. This is Stephen Colbert, here to talk to you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast of... The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. For instance, if I'm talking to Tom Hanks for like 20 minutes, only 14 of that ever makes it to air because we just don't have time. And Tom's a jabberjaw. You know, he's a chatty Cathy. But it's all gold because it's Tom Hanks, and we put that on the podcast. We do. Yeah, that's value added. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.